Welcome to another episode of Unorthodox. I am your host, Adrian Garcia. Thank you guys for tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking about detachment of outcome. What is detachment of outcome and what stops us from worrying about the outcome of our situations, of our relationships? We're going to be learning about that today. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Let's get started. Today is a special day, everyone. It is the 30th official episode of this podcast. We are on episode number 30. And that is special for a lot of reasons. One reason that's special is because a lot of podcasts don't make it to number 30. They make it to usually number 5 or number 10. A lot of startups don't really get launching after 5 or 10 episodes. We're here at episode 30, which is which is awesome. And... I just want to thank each and every one of y'all who have been listening and has been sticking with me throughout this journey. Um, just thank you. <laughs> thank you again just for, for tuning in and thank you for your time. So episode number 30 marks you know, 30 things that we have talked about, 30 things that we have discussed. And you know, it really doesn't seem like it's been 30 episodes already. It's, I started this podcast back, I want to say in April or May of 2020. So it's been well over a year and a half, almost two years that I've started this podcast. And I can remember the timing that it was. If you go back and listen to episode one, you know, you'll, you'll see that it's a different time for me in my life. It's just a different time in the country. I mean, things are more or less the same with COVID still being around. But as far as the lockdown goes, I mean, at least in Texas, a lot of lockdown restrictions have lifted. So that's really not that's really not going on anymore. Now, I remember my first episode, you know, at that time, you know, I was, I was in a, not a very good position in my career, in my, in my job situation. You know, I had just been furloughed. It's basically a preload to being laid off. And of course that was due to the pandemic, not due to performance. And, you know, I really just, I don't know, man. I, I'm really, I'm really thankful because it led to many other opportunities. And you know, the, you know the old expression: when one door closes, another one opens. It's cliche, but it's true. And I and I do believe in that principle: when one door closes, another one opens. So I am glad that that door did close in my life, and I am glad of the room and that I the door that did open in the room that I am in now because it's much more beneficial for me and my family, and really that's all that matters to me. So today, a couple firsts. Um, I am doing a podcast while driving to work. I don't normally do that. I normally sit down and I normally do, and I usually do a podcast for y'all, but now I'm driving and I'm actually doing one. And I'm paying attention to the road, so... Don't worry about that. But I am doing one while driving now, which is pretty cool. I've done it a few times before, but this is actually the first time that I'm actually, like, willingly doing it. I just want to see what it's like. So, speaking of, I was speaking about principles earlier, and we're going to go ahead and get started with the podcast, started with um, this episode 
I was speaking of principles earlier, and I'm going to be starting a new series right now called, well, it's going to be titled Unspoken Principles. And what that basically means is that I believe that there are principles in life that everyone follows or that everyone is aware of that we don't speak about. And I just kind of want to dig into those real quick. So, for example, there are unspoken principles that says whenever you stress about a situation, you make it worse, right? Or you create more problems in your head by living in your head for an extended period amount of time. You know, these things are not very much talked about, but they're principles. They're, they're kind of not... I would call them rules, almost. I was about to say I wouldn't call them rules, but, you know, not thinking about it, I would kind of almost call them rules. I mean, that's what a principle is. It's just... It, it, it's border. Because, you know, the, not a lot... Of, again, not a lot of people talk about them, and... You know, we're... Um, we go through them all the time. You know, we know about these, these principles. We just don't ever, we don't ever speak about them. So one of the things I did want to talk about today, an unspoken principle that I did want to go ahead and discuss is principle number one, unspoken principle number one, which is detachment of outcome leads to desired outcome. So what does that mean? Well, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the law of detachment or some people are familiar with it. And I'm not, and let's, before I go any further, I am not an aficionado or I'm not a believer in a new age ideas or new age movement or the law of attraction, but I do believe that there is some truth in it. I do believe that there's some truth in some of the principles in it and this being one of them. I think when you detach yourself from your outcome, I think that's when your desired outcome comes into fruition. That's what I believe. Now, first, what I'm going to go ahead and discuss is what stops us from being detached from outcome? What stops us from being detached from a desired result? And I think a lot of what stops us from doing that is kind of what centers, a, a, is what is kind of what the center is of, of a lot of human ego and a lot of human, you know, behavior. And that is wanting control wanting to control the outcome. So what stops desired outcome or stops us from detaching from the desired outcome is us wanting to control it or wanting to engineer a desired a desired conclusion. That's what stops it from happening. So we have a lot of people in this world that do that. A lot of folks in this world want to control what happens in their life, but they don't really realize that life is just a, at least in my opinion, life is a series of random events that we happen to fall into. Now, am I a person who believes in 
predetermination? Am I a person who believes in that our future is already pretty much written in the stars, that before we even take our first breath or before we even make our, take our, our next step, that it is already written what we will do? I think there's something to it, but I don't necessarily agree with all of it. But I do think that there is a there is something to that. But I did get into that. I did I did talk about that in one of my earlier episodes. Um, pre, free will versus predetermination. You could check that out. I think it was episode seventeen or fifteen. I'm not too sure, but it's in the episode list. You can go ahead and I talk pretty in depth about it. But what stops us going back to the subject? What stops us from really having a desired outcome is that, is wanting us to control it. And we want to control because we fear. And I think that's the big reason why we want to control what happens in our life is because we fear that if it's not in our control, we do not have a desired outcome. We do not have a desired effect. And that'll make us miserable, right? So human beings, I learned this principle a long time ago as well. Human beings do two things. We do everything to seek pleasure and to avoid pain. That's what I truly believe. I, I am a whole, wholehearted believer in that principle that whether it's consciously or subconsciously, we do things out of fear of pain or we do things for the benefit of pleasure. And I, and again, I think there's a lot that goes into that. I think there's a lot to that because normally we wouldn't think that it's down, it's, it's down to two simple mechanisms, but I, I believe it is. I believe, at least in our innermost being, that's what it is. And I think when we want to seek pleasure is what ties into us wanting to seek a desired outcome. And when we want to avoid pain is what drives us to try to control what happens in our life. But I think what we all need to learn is, is that life is very random and life in a lot of ways is out of our hands we don't control life we don't control what happens to us think about this do you control what did you control where you were born did you control who your parents were did you control in a lot of ways the aspects of your personality did you have any control over that whatsoever the answer no we have control when we realize and we kind of, kind of come to a revelation of who we are and if we want to change that. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. But we have, that's when we want to start taking control of our life is when we, maybe we see assets of our personality that aren't necessarily desirable, that aren't necessarily good to us. And that way we seek to change them. You know, they may somehow handicap us. They may somehow uh, be a detriment to our character or detriment to how we interact with others. And that's why we seek to fix those aspects of ourselves. But in reality, in actuality, do we have control over these, these, these conditions of our environment? The answer is no, we don't. We have no control over who our family members are. We have no control. In a lot of ways, we really don't have any control of what happens to us, or at least some sort of a level of control of what happens to us, really until we're in our late teens, early 20s, I want to say. 
we don't have any control over it. And I think that's when we barely start to realize what's going on, what life really is. So in conclusion to this, to this part of the, part of the podcast or this, this print, this, um, the aspect of us wanting to control it, our outcomes, it's really, it really stems from nonsense. It doesn't stem in rationality because at the end of the day, we don't have any control over what happens to us or to our loved ones. And this is why I preach so much. This is why I say so much. Enjoy the people that are around you. Enjoy the people that were always there and love everybody as much as possible at all times. Because life is so random. Life is so unpredictable. We have no idea what tomorrow's going to bring. And I know that sounds cliche. I know that sounds... Oh, you know, you're just saying what everyone else says. And it's true, I am. Because it's, it, there's, it's definitely true. We do not have any control over what people say to us. We do not have any control over what people do to us. The only thing we have control over is how we react to those things. And how we handle it. That's it. But we do not have any control over anything that happens to us. We don't have any control over life. Life is bigger than all of us. Even though we live it, life is bigger than all of us. So, that's what really stops us from having a desired outcome. That's what really stops us from being detached from, our, from, our, from the conclusion of our situations is our wanting to control. And that's driven by ego. That's driven by us wanting to avoid pain. That's what that's driven by. Now, how do we detach from the outcome? Now, we talked about what stops us. Now, how do we detach from outcome? How do we make it seem like we don't care about what's going to happen? Or at least not be worried about the end result. So just to tell you guys, I have always been a warrior of outcome. I have always been a warrior of what's going to happen. My very nature is a wor- is is a worry is a I don't know how to really explain it, but um, I get very anxious and I get very scared of of any outcome of any situation because my natural tendency is just what I explained to you. I'm no I'm no different. It's not like I'm any better just because I'm talking about it. I go through it too. It's a fight every single day. I struggle with me not wanting to control, me wanting to control everything. I struggle with that deeply. So how have I, in my experience, how have I put a lid on it? Excuse me again. How have I come to this place in my life where I'm not worried about the outcome anymore? Well, there's a couple reasons why I'm like this now, and I hope, hopefully it'll help somebody out here that's listening. <laughs> I'm sorry again, guys. I have, I, I think I'm pretty congested right now, but I, I apologize for the constant sneezes. But, so how... How did I get, how did I get to this point? You know what I mean? How did me get, and again, I'm nothing special guys. 
what I want you to understand, and before I go any further into this, I am nothing special. I am no one special. I'm not. I'm just like you. I'm just like everybody else. There's nothing special about me. I What I do with these podcasts, they're more of an outlet for me, and they kind of get my thoughts out there. And I just hope it helps somebody else out, but I don't have all the answers. I don't have... I'm not a freaking medium. I don't know a lot of the times. And there's a lot of power in I don't know and saying I don't know. I just, I, I go through these experiences and I hope it helps somebody else out. That's all I, ultimately that's what I want to do with these podcasts is I just want to help people out. I just want to help anyone who's listening. Maybe it'll, it'll change the way you think. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But hopefully it helps somebody. So how I detach from my outcomes, how I detach from worrying about bills, worrying about, you know, what's going to happen in my life, what's going to, what's going to transpire if I, what, over decisions that I make, how I stay away from worrying about that is I accept a few things and I, and I made a few agreements with myself in regards to that. I made agreements in myself in regards to, um, that I mean I have no control over life and what happens in it and this is kind of what I was talking about earlier and a little bit ago I accepted the fact that life is a lot bigger than me that I am a speck in the cosmos that my life is one of trillions billions and trillions that pass through this trillions over time that pass through this world And is that sad? Is that bad for me that I think that? Is it healthy for me to think that? Well, in my eyes, it's not. I mean, in my eyes, it is, rather. And the reason why that I think that it's healthy for me to think this is because it's, for one, it's a relief in many ways. It's a relief because... One, I realize that I'm not this important figure that has this important purpose behind his life that you're going to change the world, that you need to change the world. It's not, it doesn't have to be like that. That doesn't have to be the book that you're writing. That doesn't have to be the end of your story. You want to talk about something that's cliche, that's cliche. For me, what I believe is that it's very important to have a healthy ego And I think a lot of what drives us to want status, to want us to change the world, to want us to be important to other people is because it's driven by the ego. It's because we are seeking self-importance. We're seeking pleasure. Our pleasure comes from people admiring us. Our pleasure comes from us doing something important in this world. Now, am I crapping on people that do important, that move this world forward, you know, years and years in in regards to technology or you know science or any of these other areas no i'm not we need people like that in this world that's how we evolve that's how we get further into the society yes what i'm saying is is that there shouldn't be a self-importance tied to that your self-worth shouldn't be tied to that that's what i'm saying 
if I, for whatever reason, end up changing the world somehow, way or another, just using me as an example, if I, for whatever reason, somehow end up changing the world, I can boldly say on my two feet that it's not because I, I, I didn't do it because I wanted to feel good about myself or I wanted to feel important. I did it just because I did it or I did it because I wanted to help somebody else out. That's the reason why I did it. I didn't do it because I wanted to feel good about myself. I wanted to, I wanted to leave a staple in humanity. I don't care about that. Me personally, I don't. So that's how I stay detached from outcome. That's how I, I stay detached from, you know, whatever happens, happens. It's because, I mean, in reality, I realize, and this is my, one of my biggest revelations in my life, is I don't have any control over these things. Now, when it comes to my family, when it comes to providing for my family and feeding them, do I get, is it a little bit harder for me to worry about that? Like, is it a little bit harder for me to worry about where I stand at work? Yes, of course. You want to know why? Because that is, do you want to know why it's hard for me? It's because I want to provide for my family. I want to provide for my kids and I want to make sure that they have a good life. And you can't do that if you don't have a job. So of course I do get worried about those things, but I don't get worried about it because I'm like, well, well, I'm going to lose this job and I've been working so hard at it. And you know, this is because I don't want to lose my title. I don't worry about that stuff. I only worry about feeding my family. That's it. So that's kind of my, that's my viewpoint. That's how I view things in the sense that I don't really worry about outcome because for one, I don't have any control over it. A lot of it rather. I don't have any control over it. And I think when you come to that revelation, you will understand that. You'll understand that life is very random. Life is very, very unpredictable. And when you realize where your place is in it, I think that's when your ego comes down a lot. I think that's when you decide to have some sort of a, it's kind of like a come to Jesus meeting. Like you, uh, like with yourself, you realize, hey, dude, hey, stupid, you're not this important. Stop thinking that you are. Stop thinking that everything's about you. It's not. You do what you can, but then you leave the rest up to fate. That's it. Which goes to my next fact, which goes to my next way that I detach myself from outcome is I do what I can. I do what I can. And I don't worry about the rest. See, I had to talk with my dad about this recently. You know, I was talking about him about work and, you know, how, you know, sometimes, you know, I mean, just like every other guy or just like every other person, you know, sometimes you, you get you think about your position there, you think about where you stand with management and, you know, I was just talking to him about it and I knew this, but he reminded me of it. Control what you can and whatever you can control, don't worry about it. You do what you can. And I do that with every single aspect of my life. And it's like with this one area with my job, it, this is what I was saying earlier. This is hard for me to, it's hard for me to do that with my job. Because again, job has, is tied with your survival. That's how you bring income in. So of course you're going to worry about it. But my dad is right. I do what I can and I do my best. And that's all I can do. Do my best and do what I can. Worry about what I can control 
and you leave the rest up to outcome. Whatever happens is what's supposed to happen. Not what I engineer it to happen. I do everything on my part to make sure that I do my job and I do it the best that I can. And you leave the rest up to fate. Whatever happens is what's supposed to happen. That doesn't only apply to careers. That doesn't only apply to jobs. That applies to life. You do what you can in your relationships. You do what you can in your friendships. You do what you can in your life situations that you're facing. Whether it be struggles or whether it be problems. And you leave the rest up to fate. You leave the rest up in the air. Whatever happens is supposed to happen. I do believe in that principle. If you do what you can. Now, obviously there's a difference between doing what you can and not doing anything at all and just leaving the rest up to fate. That's not what I'm saying here and that's not what I'm trying to get across. That's not what I believe. What I believe is if you want a desired outcome, if you want a detachment from outcome especially as well, you do what you can, but you leave the rest up to fate. That's it. You don't leave the rest up to anything else. Or especially yourself. So for me, that's how I, those are two of the reasons or two of the ways that I stay detached from my outcomes. And that's two of the ways that I don't worry about what's going to happen in the future. Or I don't worry about what's going to happen if me in this situation is one. I don't, they're pretty much what I said is I don't, excuse me, I'm having a, about, I thought I was about to seize again. But um, that's how I do that. Is for one, I accept the fact that I don't have any control over my life or anything around it. And two, I just pretty much just take a step back and just do what I can. That's it. Do what I can, take a step back, and that's it. So, another way that I do this, that I try to stay detached from conclusion, is is that I be as objective as possible. And that's hard for a lot of people, because a lot of people are biased. A lot of people are biased towards their own ideologies and their own beliefs. And ultimately what they want to believe, what they want to be true People are extremely biased. And I get it. That's how I was too. It's not easy detaching yourself from your ideas. But I think you being objective is probably the one of the best ways to detach yourself. Because what you do when you're objective is you act out of rationality. You don't act out of your emotions. And you make better decisions like that. That helps you with doing what you can. Because you make better decisions and do what you can by being objective. So, again, this is a skill and this is a viewpoint that took me years to develop. It did not take me overnight. And I'm nothing special. If I did, if I can do it, you can do it. Let's just put it like that. If I can do it, if Adrian Garcia can do this, if I can put myself in this mindset where I'm detached from outcome, where I'm not, I'm not, I don't identify with my ego, you could do it too. So that's how I do it, is I remain objective as much as possible I remain objective as much as possible and that's how it leads to a desired outcome for me so just to review, to recap 
first re- first way I do it, the fir- how I do it rather, is I realize that life is random and I have no control over it. Two, I do what I can and I do what I can as often as possible, and leave the rest up to out- leave the rest up to outcome and fate. And number three, what I do is I be as objective as possible and look at the situation for what it is. Those are ways that I stay detached from my outcomes. And when you do that, from at least for what works for me, guys, this may not work for you, but what works for me, and I hope it does work for somebody, but it works for me a lot. I don't have anxiety as much as I used to, not even close. And a lot of the reasons why I had anxiety is because I was worried about what was in the future, what was going to happen. That's pretty much what it is. You're worrying about what's going to happen in your future or other people's future. But if you do these three principles, I think if it doesn't cure it, I think it'll at least help you. And again, it's not like you just doing them and then it'll go away. You have to pretty much grow into that person. And that's what I did. I grew into that person. It didn't just happen overnight. I had to do a lot of reading. I had to do a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of meditating, a lot of pretty much a lot of that in order for me to get to where I I feel where I'm at a good place right now in my life. So hopefully this helps somebody out and hopefully we can move on and, you know, go from there after that. Hopefully you can move on from being maybe someone who worries about your future a little bit too much and just being somebody who, you know, do what you can, obviously, and not be a passive person, but, and do, but do what you can and just leave the rest up to your fate. And that is it, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Unorthodox. What I'm going to be talking about next time is talking about when you the un, second unspoken principle that I believe in life in, which is whenever you usually don't want something, but you wanted it before, that's when you get what you want. It's funny how that works out sometimes. So I'm not going to go in and get into it now, but that's what we're going to be talking about next time is whenever you stop caring so much about what you want that's when you get it i do believe that that's what happens so that's gonna be the next episode of the podcast um be sure to check out uh, look be on the lookout for that not sure exactly when that's gonna drop um probably within a few weeks i'm thinking but um again this is adrian garcia this is unorthodox thank you for tuning in And y'all have a good one. Happy holidays, guys.